0: Today on Media Download. From Montclair State University and WMSC FM, the latest on technology.
1: Digital privacy is a concern. Streaming is king. It's trending now.
0: And media issues.
1: Let's start with the presidential campaign. The frontrunner is firmly in the lead in every national poll. What's
0: the press's responsibility?
1: I will not give him the credit he probably sought prior to this horrific and cowardly act.
0: And top business headline news it's online streaming versus Hollywood curated by your host, Meryl Brown. Hello, and welcome to Media Download. I'm Jamie Bedron, professor of communication and media here at Montclair State University. I'm in our studios today with our podcast host and curator, Meryl Brown, and two students from our school, Sammy Williams and Nick Harris. Merrill Brown is leaving his position as director of our school next month after almost five years at the helm. He's an educator, a consultant, an investor, veteran media executive and journalist. He's worked at the St. Louis Dispatch, the Winston-Salem Sentinel, the Washington Star, and Washington Post. I think it's fair to say he is still very much a champion of print media. He calls print journalism a key to democracy. Prior to joining Montclair State, Merrill launched and was editor-in-chief of MSNBC's website, which he also founded, and a founding member of the team that launched Court TV. He understands the fast-paced environment of today's newsrooms and the need for multimedia journalists to join the ranks, a vision he brought to Montclair State. He's often seen giving tours to prominent members of the Montclair community, esteemed journalists, or teaching a class. And he's a regular guest on news television programs and just last night joined the Bill O'Reilly Show to challenge the liberal media bias claims and tensions among the White House and the press corps. Merrill Brown, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you for that nice intro, Jamie.
0: You're welcome. So it's been quite a whirlwind since the election. Lots of change and talk of change, both locally and globally. Let's start looking at change right here on this campus. What were some of the challenges that you encountered when you started here, specifically as it pertains to how you were going to, let's say, update the building, create a new building?
1: Well, not just create a new building, but create a culture, and the school had no culture since it didn't exist, and the cultural challenge of putting together the very disciplines that are within our school is enormously challenging here and elsewhere. I went on a bit of a listening tour to places like Syracuse and University of Southern California to see how they deal with cultural change of multiple disciplines under the same roof, and I think over these five years we've seen how these different academic fields can actually work together to the benefit of students and to the to the community. So we have in the school communication studies, we have now a journalism major which we created from scratch, we have TV, radio, digital uh, media program, and we have a film program and all these programs are about roughly the same size and the faculty members really do uh, collaborate and we push the students in many ways to work across these disciplines and in fact there are core Courses in our um, in our curriculum that require them to mingle and collaborate with one another. So I'd say the cultural challenge of pulling all this together, as well as the logistics of getting a building built and growing the student population from about 550 to the 800 plus it is today. These are these are really um, interesting challenges, and I'm I'm proud that much has taken place over these uh, five years.
0: and we've seen you in a hard hat a lot, giving tours of the building. That's Almost ready to open um, a big, big project, $55 million. Is that about right? That's about right. Okay, terrific. Um, so let's start with some basic facts. Is there a grand opening day? Do we know? Do we have a, in a, an exact date yet?
1: We do not. It'll be in the fall.
0: Okay. Does the building have a name?
1: The building has the name School of Communication and Media Headquarters. Oh, I like the headquarters part. Headquarters. <laughs> 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 um
0: you raised a lot but, of-
1: but the naming rights are quite available and the development office and myself have been presenting that opportunity to leaders in our region and hopefully at some point in the coming years someone will put their name on the building
0: and that's a perfect segue to my next question about raising a lot of money for the building but you are going to leave before before it's done why
1: um, i had stayed this year to see the building through in hopes that it would be open um... we thought it would be open the plan was for it to be open and we were actually supposed to have a spring formal ribbon-cutting ceremony and um... i had hoped to to see that part of it through we are in the building now two broadcast studios are and a control room are now working other pieces of it may be before the end of the academic year but i've done um... five years here at the school it's a long period of time to run a complex organization like this and between my uh, general um feeling that I feel like a lot has been accomplished, and there, um, although, although there's more to accomplish, this is a nice way to uh, close the book. But I also feel like I really want to get back into the media business um, with any number of possibilities um, I'm uh, contemplating, uh, in part because of something you mentioned at the beginning, and that is the challenges of the post-election period and uh, all the both business model and political challenge media faces. I'd like to be more involved
0: you know that's terrific it's important and it's where I was headed with my questions Um, you definitely seem very interested in this intersection of politics and and the freedom of the press Um, I was gonna ask you if we were gonna see more of you in that arena you've also been on television quite a lot I heard you on marketplace recently as well Um, but here we're training journalists so my question really is what do you think journalists could be doing better right now
1: um, right now, I think they could be doing more in-depth work on really what's ahead. I, I assume your question is about national politics, or is it in general about the state of journalism?
0: No, I, I would say my question is more about um, national politics, and in particular, um, you know, the pushback from the White House. Um, it's it's a really
1: challenging time. It, it is, and I think the way out of it is more reporting, not less. Um, one of the things I'm going to try to do and that I've been talking a lot about and writing a lot about in posts uh, on social media and elsewhere is that we need more media not less and we need strengthened media not weaker media and that involves both philanthropists supporting media and it involves um, the nation's wealthy elite getting behind media in a way that not enough of them are today so I think um, from a structural point of view we need more media not less but we also need our media to be even more responsible in what they do, to uh, focus on uh, issues that really matter, life and death kind of issues that um, we're facing in terms of both government policy changes and um, international conflict, and to make sure that they're focused on not the trivia, not the noise, not the tweeting that people like the president do, but really the important issues that people face in this country and around the world.
0: So in other words, you're saying that, you know, journalists, reporters, editors, um, really all the way up to the top, people need to stay focused and not be distracted by everything else that's going on, and really, in a way, stay, you know, get back to the basics and really focus on the actual shoe leather reporting.
1: Uh, that's well said. I mean, there's a bunch of um, energy being devoted over the past few days to whether the president will attend the White House Correspondents' Dinner there's a bunch of energy being devoted to the fact that Kellyanne Conway sat on a sofa in the president's in the Oval Office uh, without shoes on. Just There's just too much noise around things that are of really minimal consequence, certainly to Main Street America and to all of us who uh, have challenges in our daily lives.
0: You mentioned briefly um, the possibility of more um, philanthropists, let's say, getting involved and giving money to organizations. Um, do you think that money is is actually out there and that people have just been pressing pause or waiting to get involved or do, do you think they're hesitating um you know I always wonder about that you know we've seen such a influx of money to say organizations like Planned Parenthood but it's public you know people in 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 communities regular people giving money but it sounds like you're asking for people who really have greater resources to come forward and say I'm going to give you know, ProPublica a million dollars because I want them to work on immigration or I'm going to give an environmental, um, you know, organization money.
1: Well, I would say both are really important. It is really important that people learn to pay for the journalism and content they consume. And over the last 10 years, we've seen that evolve very nicely. I mean, lots of people are paying for certainly national newspapers now, like, the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post. People are increasingly paying for community na- uh, newspapers and magazines uh, online, which, you know, 10 years ago, uh, nobody would do. We're buying music. We're buying movies. The act of buying things online is now natural, especially to people like um, our students here who are, all you know, constantly consuming uh, content from, uh, from at the Apple Store and elsewhere. So that's, I think we've made a lot of progress in that regard. And actually, I was involved in uh, helping a market and build one of the first pay services called Press Plus that created a, a pay meter for news organizations. So that's not really what I'm focused on right now because I think there's a lot of energy being devoted to that. What I'm trying to focus on in things I uh, say and do is getting uh, larger pools of money, foundations, uh, the wealthy, realizing that their investments in news and journalism can really matter. And they can be on the scale of what Jeff Bezos has done at the Washington Post, a $250 million investment. But it can also be at a much smaller scale, like the investments that keep really important independent publications alive. I visited one this morning called Inside Climate News, which won a Pulitzer yes, I know Prize. It.
0: I know it very well. I
1: was at their offices today, and they won a Pulitzer Prize not too long ago for uh, their work on climate. And it's a small 15-person organization that's sustained by a few foundations and uh, individual giving. And organizations like that in the environment we're in today are really very important
0: yes yes they are Um, getting back to you for a sec um, what would you want your legacy to be at montclair state
1: Uh, that we're teaching students how to work um, across disciplines in collaborative ways it's really very important that people come out of our programs no matter which part of it they're in not just knowing how to shoot film or not just knowing how to write a story for the not clarion or not just knowing how to write a communication studies paper but to know how to use all the tools available to them in their working life ranging from being able to edit a piece of audio on their phone to knowing how to shoot a picture uh, effectively with a camera or a um, or a smartphone, and also knowing, of course, how to write. So if we're giving students that kind of cross-discipline approach, no matter what program they're in, they'll be successful in their professional lives.
0: I really want to thank you, Merrill, because I know that you've promised that you'll come guest host Media Download from time to time. And um, you should know that there have been a lot of students that have told other professors that they became engaged in the election and the election process because of some of the topics that were discussed on this podcast. Um, so we, we really do wish you the very best, um, and we hope that we're going to see you soon. Um, and now Sammy do you have a question or Nick let's open it up to you guys yeah um, so my first question for you is what you're going to miss most about the School of Communications or just Montclair State in general.
1: That's easy It's it's the thing I like most and that's students um, that's a very easy question because uh, working with students here and seeing them succeed and seeing them face the challenges they face seeing what they do at WmSC seeing what they do in the classroom there really is nothing more satisfying than that so that's a that's an easy one Sammy.
0: and when and when the school the new building does open can we expect to see you at the opening of
1: it uh, you certainly can I will uh, I will definitely be there
0: Awesome. thank yes, you. you. you
1: bet. <laughs> Um, obviously, you've hosted Media Download and Carpe Diem quite a bit. Which of the
0: two, if you can choose one, was your favorite to host and maybe a specific show that you really enjoy to work on with one of those two programs? Uh,
1: well, I had so many interesting uh, uh, Carpe Diem guests. I mean, th- th- those are particularly great because they're all uh, in effect live, although they're taped for later distribution, and the guests are there, and I get the opportunity to show them to the school. So in some ways, carpe diem for me was always a contrivance to get somebody else on the campus to meet students, to see what we do here, to see how how much potential and how much is going on at the at the university and in our school. And those were some of my favorite things. Um, one of my favorite uh, recent uh, carpe diems was uh, an interview I did. Um, Uh, last year with Michael Oreskes, who runs news at National Public Radio, and has enormous responsibility. We talked a lot about the political campaign, NPR's role in it, and it's great to have somebody of that stature here on campus. He is one of the most important news executives in the country, NPR being enormously important in our news diets uh, every day, and that one, at least in terms of things I remember recently, was among the most exciting.
0: Cool. And one last, would you give us one last piece of advice for not just us here in the class, but for the School Communication students, like one thing we should really take with us that you want us to make sure we learned?
1: Um, the values of uh, what's important in communication. You know, we're talking a lot about authenticity, and we're talking a lot in the world at large about this thing called fake news, which has been mischaracterized by lots of people. But the importance of of telling the truth and verifying facts, whether you're doing academic research or whether you're do it producing media for WMSC or for the Montclairian or for your own blog. Telling the truth and authenticity and realizing that facts and the truth really matter. There's nothing more important than that, no matter what discipline you go into. Thank you so much, Meryl. Pleasure.
0: You know, I was going to ask you, Merrill, before about the New York Times ad, that uh, the commercial during the Oscars, but I think you sort of touched on it. It was all about how finding the truth, getting at the truth is hard.
1: It is hard. It's a lot of work, and it takes large organizations and, for better or for worse, money to make it happen. And if I can find some of that money, and get it devoted to the the search for the truth, that would be particularly satisfying as well.
0: Again, we wish you the best of luck. If you would like more information about this episode of Media Download, you can email us at gm at com, or give us a call, 973-655-3135. I'm Jamie Bedrin. Thanks for listening.